Hey guys, it's Maria. Um, for anyone that's watching our YouTube where we release our visual for the podcast, you'll see that we're actually using our microphones again. Um, but silly me, <laughs> screwed up the recording. So you'll be listening to the DSLR camera um, audio. So that's all. Enjoy. Welcome to a brighter day on the Be More podcast. I feel like that should just be the overarching theme of this episode. Yeah, I think so, right? Yes. Yeah, because, um, life. Yeah, what day is today? It's today's a Sunday. Oh, Sunday. by the way, I'm Brittany. Oh, yeah, right, I'm Maria. <laughs> um, today is Sunday, November, what? 8th. 8th. Oh, I was gonna say a really wrong number, so oh, good. Okay. I'm happy we both looked down. It's Sunday, November 8th. Um, Joe Biden was, um, declared the winner, or projected winner yesterday. Yep. Um, so I think we're going to start there. <laughs> we are going to start there. I feel like I'm I'm less excited about him and more excited about Kamala. Go on. You can go on. Because you know what? I remembered last night. I'm sorry. I'm on my phone for the people that are watching on YouTube. Because I remember last night typing up a rant that I wanted to talk about today. So Solid. So you can go first. Um, but yeah, that's I think how I feel. And for... A, like so so many reasons mm-hmm. um but I feel like so many of the uh, it's one of the things that I, I have to say yay for social media because the images of things are more, like more starkly showing what to be excited about than like just talking about it but um like seeing a picture of all of the white mm. gray-haired vice male president. vice presidents that we've had in the length of existence of our country and then seeing a black Asian female woman like it's just such a stark difference in a beautiful way yeah um, especially with where we've been in the last four years and the things that we've seen happen and the conversations that we've had on this podcast and just in life about yeah, yeah. racism and equality and and all things around gender right. race ethnicity background blah blah like all of that stuff yeah pour it all into this tea and like uh-huh. it's like an easy it's like <laughs> like easy bake oven for anybody who remembers like <laughs> Put all of those things that we've talked about for the past, solidly, honestly, 400 years. Yeah, like more than ever. Yeah. And be like, well, what kind of possible hopeful solution can we have come out of this? And then, like, you pressure button on your easy bake oven and you wait for an election to come out. And, and then Kamala Harris comes Kamala out. Kamala Harris comes out on the other side. That's who comes out um, <laughs> That's how I feel. So I feel like that's, that's where so much of the hope and the uplifting and the yeah. positive comes from. Do I, am I thrilled about Joe Biden? No. Do I agree? Like, I feel like he is the, I don't dislike him, and I don't mean this to be rude, but in a way to, like, make this the most sense, and I think that Joe also knows this about himself, when you have massive gastrointestinal issues, you eat something bland that's going to help (laughs) settle your stomach. Uh, And I think that Joe is that for our country right now. I agree completely. I think one of my points here, I'm just trying to pull up this, not a rant, but just like my class. I'm amazed that you could get, I'm actually, I'm amazed that you got enough out to like rant about. I like couldn't even formulate words about well, I think, until five seconds ago. No, I think I, I did this in, because I was very active on Twitter this week, as well as like other people talk, like I had an influx of people talking to me this week that I haven't talked to in like so long, like in a huh. consistent manner, um, because they're starting to, I guess, get updated on politics and like the American, like, I don't know, government system in general. Amazing. So, 
And I'm all for, which has like been another amazing thing about this whole election this year. I'm all for basic civic education, as I'm sure everyone that has listened to this <laughs> knows. Just like knowing what your rights are as a person in this country and just a person in general, I guess, right? Let's see, yeah. Um, so educating people on that manner and just like explaining what the electoral college is, like explaining like what the Senate race means for you know, this country, explaining what a divided, like, three-branch government is and everything, like, was so refreshing <laughs> to, like, do, because, like, for the past four or five years, like, I haven't felt like I want, like, it's so bad that I've been so apathetic on being American for the past, like, It feels, four. like, redundant, like, you're talking, or talking and or running into the wall. Right. Like, this keeps, like, I have to, one second, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, I agree with you. I think that, I also yep. feel like they covered it better in talking, actually, like, having conversations in more in-depth to explain the processes of the Electoral College, to explain the process, like, of what it looks like beyond just voting for a president. I think right. that we've had a lot more <coughs> in-depth in explanations and open conversations about what all of that looks like now, and people have been able to act on that knowledge. And I, I think I made a point here to say that, like the current, this current like America is run by the young people now. Right. Oh yeah. Like it's like not the, the amount of <coughs> voice that we now have is and control and power and say that we have in things is it's, it's, amazing. It's incredible. It's like you know the politicians that are in office right now, like AOC, Ilhan Omar in Minnesota, like Stacey Abrams in Georgia. Stacey Abrams, I need to just call out because she mobilized like almost a million. Eight, I think it was eight hundred thousand people to vote Democratic this time around. Yeah. And that's why Georgia turned blue at the last, like, the 11th hour. That, that. that uh, waking up to that and Pennsylvania turning blue. Those were surprising. Uh, that was so surprising, and I'm so, like, like, it's people like that, right? Like, they, because of social media, it's so, like, democracy is within our fingertips and, like, the education of it. Yeah. That, you know, like, our generations, like, the millennials and, like, the Gen Z, like, I think the American democracy is in good hands because, like, people are holding each other accountable now. Like, with with Biden, like, I didn't, he wasn't my first choice. Like, but also, like, who who's whose first choice right. was it's, Biden? It becomes a lesser of to evil situation. I think it was more like, who can I lobby for or who can I lobby with? Like, right. with with Donald Trump, like, and his administration, it was like his way or the highway. Right. Right. Well, like, we've already there have been so many open conversations about he's trying to turn our two party system into a single party dictatorship. Like that's very clearly become his his agenda. Right. <laughs> well, I mean, and the way that he's been tweeting, even like this morning, has been just so. Oh, I can't. I can't even. I don't even want to. I would. Oh God. <laughs> I'm so happy that I'm not active on Twitter. <laughs> no, you know, it's it's really it's really um. It's really funny, but also really draining seeing his tweets. I don't follow him. I just get like everybody else's responses to his tweets. Those are fun. Right, they're fun. But um, but like I think with his tweets and just his rhetoric in general, like if you're for America and democracy, how can you not see that that's not democracy? You know, like right. for the past four or five right. years, I'm just like, how can you not see that his I don't know anti everything. <laughs> is not democratic. Yeah. Like, and, and not like the democratic party way, just like a democracy it's not, way. It's not a functioning system of government democracy. Like, it's not, not, it's not American, right? It's not American. It's, we're not in an authoritarian state. We're in a democratic republic. Right. Like, I don't know where, 
<laughs> just hold on. Let me just get my thoughts together because, like, yeah, like, I, did you see their speeches last night? They're like, um, I don't know, victory speeches. Yes, yeah, I had to watch like the highlights on my phone. I don't. I no longer have cable because of that's. I mean, like, if you like go to YouTube, everything. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, cable also like with with stream, this is such a random topic. Right? Like streaming systems, like why do you need cable? Exactly. That, yep. Yeah. And I feel like streaming systems are not political, unlike yeah. the place where we get our information on the news on media streams. Like, is go to YouTube. Yeah, go to YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, so I was watching their speeches last night, and I got super emotional. Like, I was like, this is, like, the America that, like, my parents believed in, you know, when they got, when they came here, like, and, like, not the past, like, four or five years when, you know, Trump was in power, because, like, you couldn't hold the White House accountable for right. shit. Yeah. Like, well, because he would say one thing, do another thing. I like, that doesn't even, that doesn't, and that's not even enough of a, like, discrepancy, like. Right, right. And then a thousand other different things would happen, you'd be like, what the fuck is going on right now? But he would, like, he, again, to your point, like, he did something, or, like, he would say something, do something, and then he would blame someone else if it yeah. didn't work, or if it worked, then it was his, obviously. Which is the mentality of a toddler, friends. Let's talk <laughs> for one second and talk about, for those of you who don't have any understanding of what developmental psychology looks like, <laughs> you don't need any, honestly, period, you don't need any background, right? Like, you get to a point where you're an adult, and you stop being able, like, literally just being able to blame other people when things don't go right. And if you don't take ownership, like, something, there's a consequence. Donald Trump is a perfect example of never having to face a consequence and never being held accountable to the choices, actions, words, thoughts, anything, period, ever, mm -hmm. that he's taken because he tries to hide behind wealth and power, which is all a fake, right. like, oh my god, how do I even, superficial. <laughs> it's, it's, so I read, so his niece, Mary Trump, wrote like um, kind of like an expose on like the Trump family because she's the niece of Donald Trump so she knows the ins and outs of that family right and it obviously all boils down to child rearing and like parenting because like his parents completely just did not do anything for him well his mother like kind of owns up to that in the book she wrote yeah where she it, says it, how manipulative he was in an early stage and she just kind of let it happen and and it was reiterated again in this book which just came out like I don't know this this past summer um but Fred Trump, Donald Trump's father, was all about blaming other people and like, you know, wealth and greed and whatever. And it just like, you know, his, his um, children obviously fed into that. Right. I did want to touch on like the difference between like Trump supporters and the people that are supporting Joe Biden's presidency. Because okay. there's a stark difference between that. So like, I mean, 74 million people voted for Biden, but I can guarantee you a majority of those people don't like him. Yeah. So we settled. Like, it's just like, that's the difference between politicians and like following, like idolizing Trump. Right. Right? Like, so the hardcore right. supporters of Trump idolize him, and but not for his policies. Right. They just idolize him because like, he's different. His like, rhetoric is like, their internal racist and like, that, oh, that's persona the thing, that's finally out in public. That's the thing yeah. that I just will never understand. And I think that what's I think what scares me the most about it is that people who idealize him <coughs> don't even know, don't even have the self awareness to realize it. No. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. they they don't even realize that you're following this man because you are 
inherently a racist. Like, yeah. you don't even have, yeah. like, period. Like, you don't have the self aware. Like, there, I understand. I understand if you're a farmer and you feel like he's helped you. That's great. That's, I get, I totally get it. I've seen so many it's, farmer yeah. signs. I understand that you think you're getting the support because of your business, whatever. But you can't, I, there's not a single argument towards him anymore that can be claimed as valid. You cannot say, yeah. he, yay, he's different, he's a businessman, he's going to make us money. The man has no money. The man stole all of his family's inheritance from his family, like literally yeah. manipulated them out of it, and has declared bankruptcy and spent money not only of his own, but of other companies that he's worked with. He's a crook. Yeah. He's <coughs> superficial, and he just talks he know out of his politics. And he doesn't formulate a consistent sentence, yeah. ever. Oh my I just God. don't yeah. understand, like, I don't understand how you could want somebody to be a leader who, lead, okay, there's a difference between leadership and management. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> right? 100%. Leaders lead by example. So if you're going to tell me, and this is the way that I see it based on other people's opinions, if you're going to tell me that you're going to choose somebody to be your leader based on the way they lead by example, the only example that he set has been to take from others, to alleviate and isolate, to create issues, to set up racism and dysfunction and inequality <coughs> and separation, and that's the only example that he's led by. If you're going to talk about the way he manages people, yeah. he's cruel and he's rude. He, he doesn't manage. And I don't know he, what you're he doesn't manage himself. So <laughs> he can't even, like, like I, I honestly have to say, I was, when I watched the second debate that he, after yelling, screaming, crying about not wanting to participate in, <laughs> yeah. he participated in, I was, I feel like they put him on, like, like, something to calm him down. Like, he must have been on drugs because this was after his COVID. Thing, okay, so maybe he was just tired, which means like maybe we should just constantly like just tired. give him a low grade <laughs> something something to mellow him Downer. out, Downer. like Xanax or something. <laughs> but I was I was like, who is that person? I had never seen that person before in the past like four years, right? Like I was like, who is that? He like finally had some sense of just slowing down for a while, and he and was like, like complete sentences and complete thoughts, and he wasn't a firecracker that was ready to. Then explode. again, his complete thoughts were still like like right, and any complete let's be real, any complete thought that comes out of his mouth isn't his own thought. He's re reading something that was written for him or like practiced for him. Did you know that he's supposed to wear glasses? That makes sense because he squints oil shit ton. Because I heard, oh my god, I don't know. I've been on whatever social media or whatever news outlet, but Trump is supposed to wear glasses, and I think he refuses to wear glasses because it makes him look weak. Alright, first of all, <laughs> as people that wear glasses, um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> guys, how do I even start? I have nothing, I have nothing to say because it's not worth my time. You know what the truth is? The, the point of where I've gotten, the more that I understand, it's I don't even get mad at the ish that he does anymore because I just, if he heard anybody say the sentence about him, I think that he would cry. I just feel bad for him. Yeah, no, I think I, no, a lot of people do, actually. Like, and not in a way that I want to support you, because, no. I but think, no, I feel bad that, for you, because yeah. you're a mess, and you have no idea that you're a mess. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. it's just, he literally is a perfect persona of everything opposite that we talk about on this podcast. No, absolutely. I feel like, no, I, I hope think, he gets help. No, I think a lot of people do feel bad for him, not in the sense that, like, his, relating to his political Not egotistical, yeah, like sympathy, but... It's more like the way that he was set up for life is what I feel right, bad about. Like, right. that sucks. Like, that, like, your parents weren't parents. But also you had the, like, once you grow up, you have the option to exactly. deal with that. Yep, and I think, I honestly really, truly think he doesn't like himself, and I think that's why he outsources trying to get... He delegates everybody else's, like, 
everybody else's sympathy and everybody else's support. I think that it's, I, I think he's a perfect example for all yep. the conversations we have on this podcast and all the conversations we've ever had about self-awareness and self-development and, and bettering yourself and realizing and facing your scary stuff and doing something about it. He is the perfect example of what you can grow into if you don't do any of that. And I hope, I hope, honestly, for people listening right now, I and hope you're what? like, you still, holy shit. And guess what? Oh you can still God. be president. Even right, right. You can still be, and that's the scariest part, right? You can still have influence on others. You can be that yeah, personally, yeah. emotionally dysfunctional and still have influence on others, and that is the scariest thing of humanity. I'm not afraid yeah, ever. nuclear bombs. I'm not gonna say I'm not afraid of nuclear bombs because that'd be stupid. That stresses me out. Like, <laughs> Just warfare of in all general. the man-made things that we could create, like those bombs are not created unless somewhere in someone's brain that level of influence is happening. You know what I mean? Like that yeah. level of like somebody is taking so much negative crap, right, yeah. and pushed it into the minds of others to make that process a reality and create something like that. It starts with mm-hmm. just like this. Yeah, it starts with the human mind. Did you ever see um, what, what is the name of that show? Mythbusters. Who's who's, <laughs> Good Lord. who's the um? My mother brought, my mother does this really, has this really interesting way of like casually saying things to me and then I like look into it and I'm like, oh my god. Um, there's a show sure. that I can't think of the name of on Netflix now. Oh, on Netflix. That, it was an old historian who used to, who, who I can't think of his name. He was an old historian who used to be a magician and he used to make prophecies oh. about the future. No, no, what the hell? No, Nostradamus. Thank you. Yeah. Yes. Okay. You know, my dad just, <laughs> just mentioned him the other day. I was like, why are we talking about this? Really? And then yeah. dude, that's the way it's life funny. works. Um, the show's called The Nostradamus Effect. Have you ever yeah. seen it? No, I have not. It's old and it's got like these terrible, like, you know, those really bad graphics where you. It has, it has well, no, bad. it talks about graphics. And one of the. Yeah. For anybody, if you are somebody who studies this and you happen to listen to this show and you know more about this, please, because I'm all for like. Prophecies and like. What? Just I 100%. I have thousand, a thousand, a thousand, a thousand percent. The more I study the mind, the more I understand energy is like the yeah. things we think and the things we see. Like uh-huh. everything that happens right. at some point, way, shape, or form, there was something set in motion beforehand to make it happen. Oh, for sure, yeah. I agree with that. So, Nostradamus kind of like being somebody who is psychic is having the ability to like see the very, very beginning of that process happening before something comes into fruition. Right. So, he prophesizes that there are like these three evils that are going to come and try to dismantle humanity and bring forth the end of the world. What are the three, do you know? Yeah, so of course <laughs> I watched these all and I was like, at the end I was like, oh my god. And I watched them, I watched it like this one particular episode in yeah. the midst of this madness in the past four years. Yeah. So the first one, he says it's three three men. Oh so the god. first one he describes, and of course it's like deciphering all of his writings and his, his, yeah. his, um, his predictions. Yeah. The first one is Napoleon. <laughs> and it's the things that he says, right? It's like massive bloodshed, tiny man, big ego. Like, they, like these yeah, are like, like the descriptions of the person. Right. Not like so like he, they ob- like, named Napoleon. Right. These yeah, are like yeah, the yeah. theories of what his his. Right, um, right. But there's one that he does. Um, so the second one is Hitler, and he depicts him as like um, having a failed art student. <laughs> he depicts him as having like great influence over man yeah. and um, like. Want, believing in like a like a like a one race. Yeah, thank you. I couldn't. Th- there's there's a way that they termed it like a group the perfect the perfect per, like whatever yeah, like this, whatever like, just distortion. Yeah. Um, and then that one's predicted to be Hitler. But now, mind you, this is 
from probably the 90s that this was done, or early yeah. 2000s. Yeah. And the pr last one he predicts to be, like, a, a man of the future who is, like, a, in a suit. Okay. He's in a suit. And, like, the, he used, like, he uses, like, descriptions of, like, business and, like, like these things. I can come up with, like, three different people right Oh, now. I know. Wait, wait, but here's, yeah. like, here's my favorite part. <laughs> is that he describes him, and then, right, mind you, like, this is coming out in an episode before all, this. all of this. Yeah, yeah, um, He describes his, uh, him as somebody who has a very big ego. Okay. I can't remember what else they said. He has he a very big ego. To, like, two people? Um, well, actually, I don't know about He has, ego. like, he's going to create mass separation amongst the people. Okay, well, yeah, now this, yeah. Well, no, there's still two in my There mind. was something else, there's something else that he, that he said, but it was just so weird while he was saying it and being where yeah. we are now, and I was like, oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> I was like, because it could be, it could be, it could be Trump, right? Right. I, I also had Elon Musk in mind. Really? Yeah, he has a big ego. His tweets sometimes, um, he does people. Yeah, he does like to do a lot of dismantling things. He, um, Mark Zuckerberg with Facebook. Yeah, that's true. I also thought of Kanye West. <laughs> I don't think they talk about race, but that's interesting. I think the only yeah. person he talked about race was was with Napoleon. Like he, he mentioned white. like something about like where he was from and the, oh, in okay. the in the where he was born originally. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I was like watching this and I was like, oh dear lord. Yeah, because like it's vague enough, but also specific enough to right. Like you come can to conclusions. It. Yeah, and yeah. it's like they they claim that the third mm -hmm. at that time his prophecy had claimed that that person hadn't come yet. Hmm. Like we hadn't seen his influence on humanity yet. Gotcha. So, so interesting. Take it. Take it. Interesting. I love I all of this stuff. Um, so yeah, that's... Anything else you want to add in about that? Uh, um, about just the topic in general? I mean, yeah, I have a couple more thoughts. Go for it. Um, oh, so, I, open my, I gotta open my stuff after this. But you, you can... No, go ahead. No, no, no. I mean oh, like the bag. Oh, that. Oh, okay. Yeah, later. But yes, pausing for me opening my... Oh, yeah. <laughs> um... No, I think the main thing with Joe Biden and Kamala Harris, like, we, we, the people that voted for them know their... Sorry, <laughs> can you hear my sounds? Yeah. I'm moving away from the mic. <laughs> like, we know their policies and their practices and, like, their rhetoric and everything, and they do have flaws because they're politicians. Right. Like, right. Dumb, and they're human. And they're human. But, and, like, again, like I said, not many of us like Joe. He probably isn't our first choice of President Obviously, Some of us preferred Kamala, actually. Some of us preferred, you know, Elizabeth Warren, you know, Andrew Yang, you know, Bernie Sanders, blah, blah, etc. So this whole campaign was to settle, obviously, for Joe. Um, it helped that he did bring on Kamala, honestly. Yeah, that made a huge difference. Um, I don't think he would be president if he hadn't. Because I don't even know who his shortlist was, but... Who does, like, whatever. Um, because, yeah, <laughs> not important. <laughs> but it, it definitely helped it with Kamala because she's progressive enough but very moderate enough that it wasn't like, you know, Elizabeth Warren or Bernie Sanders. Yeah. You know, super, you know, far left or whatever. But, again, the thing with them is that they're politicians as opposed to a business person or someone that's not, that hasn't stepped into the political sphere before. Right, right. So we can hold them accountable. We can hold them accountable. We can lobby with, like, our decisions and, like, opinions, like, you know, with them or whatever. So, and with this administration right now that's outgoing, like, we couldn't. Like, the, there's no movement in America for the past four or five years. No, because it was a, it was functioning as a dictatorship. Yeah, it's like, uh, yeah. 
I mean, yes. <laughs> I mean, did you see like you know the courts the past like, month or two? Um, actually, the courts the past four years because he did pack the lower courts. Yeah. Twenty five percent of the lower courts in the federal courts are Trump appointees. That's not the right thing. 25%. Um, so, I think with that, like, it's just like, we can hold them accountable, so that means that they will listen to us. Right. Like, it's not, I think with Trump supporters, they're like, oh, you got what you wanted, so like, now, like, like, now what? Like, I did this one thing for you, now I get to make the decision for the rest of this list. Right, so, I think with young progressive, young liberal, young leftist, whatever you want to identify yourself as. Um, we want change, so this is like the time to work and like actually like do something with our government as opposed to just like sitting back and like being apathetic on being American again. Yeah. So it's just the start, I feel like. Yeah, I mean I think it's very interesting. I think that we mm -hmm. have always, and we've had this conversation when we talked about ageism before, we've always been the generation that so we really started the, like with saying, like, no, you're going to listen to us, right? Mm -hmm. And there were a lot of places, there are still a lot of places where we come up short, we come up ignorant. Like, and it's not to say yeah. that you don't have a voice, don't you don't have a say. It's just that honestly. you need to educate yourself. We are, like, we were at the precipice of being able, you know, okay, people are going to listen to us, but now we actually have to, like, utilize all the education and all the resources that we have access to. We are in such a wonderfully beautiful yet slightly terrifying place where... We yeah. have a voice and we have something to stand on now as a generation yeah. and we also have access to boundless information that can really support the foundation that we stand on when we yeah. open our mouths. Agreed. And I think also just to point something out too, the younger Democrats aren't, we're not party loyalists. Nope. I don't think, I think when you think of, when you generally think of Democrats or Republicans, I feel like a lot of them, like if you picture in your mind, you probably think of like young people in the Democratic party and then like older people in the Republican party. And that's if you like use the really the really old, old school, school way of looking at it. Because right. that's the way it used to be. Oh, that's absolutely. the way it was. I mean that's why the progress that's why, you know, it becomes interchangeable with people that aren't as political savvy to say progressives or leftists mean Democrats. Mm, I mean gotcha. you know like it is on the spectrum, like Democrats are obviously on the left, but being a leftist as opposed to being a progressive as opposed to being a liberal are all different right things. That's right. the same thing with Republicans, rights, and um, conservatives. conservatives yeah. yeah, so... Um, and it's not to say you can't agree. Like, that's the thing, too. I think that... I, I look, I don't mind the Republican Party. Right, agreed. I don't like Trump. Right, and there... But that's the thing, too. I feel like that's another... he's not Republican. Another good thing about it's, the way that... Right, he's not... Right, that's a whole other thing, too. So if you're... Whatever. But... That's, I think, another thing, too, right? Look at all of the other areas of life and, like, society that yeah. the gen... Like, I don't even know... I don't want to... I keep saying the, like, our generation and the generations, but, like, people under 30, right? Like, people we 30 and under? Like, oh, God, I don't like... Oh, God, and we're not going to... I'm sorry. So, say I'm, I'm 35. I'm realizing that I would just say we're there. Years. So, like, the people, like, in their 40s <coughs> and under, right? Yeah, honestly. More we've realistic. had... We've made ma massive change in the world of we were unaccepting of fitting into the boxes that were given to us by our ancestors, right? Right, we especially were, the political When it yeah. comes to gender and rules in that area, we expanded. When it came to sexuality, we expanded. Because the truth is, and the thing that is, that's such bullshit, right? <laughs> we went from 
because we needed to form a society where we came from nothing and we needed to make everything make sense, we made these tiny, like tiny, tiny little boxes for people yeah. to feel like they had something to connect to, yeah. whether it was religion, whether it was race, whether whatever. Mm -hmm. And we were like, oh, we're gonna create these little organizational, like cool. great, like I love organization, guys. I'm yeah. all for like tidy things, keeping things collected, whatever. Humans are not that simple. We're complex beings. So you can't put us in a box mm -hmm. and just say, stay there for the rest of your life. You have to fit all of these things all of the time. No, we're gonna grow, we're gonna change. Yeah. And because of our level of complexity, we're not gonna fit in just one box. No, and like the people that are registered Democrats, registered Republicans, just fit I into- I hate like, that we have to do that. Just fit in, I mean, it also boils down to like <laughs> the primaries and everything. I I'm know, sorry. but they- That'll be the next change. Checking that box whenever you're, you know, registering to vote just means that you are a majority thinking that party, right? right? Like yeah. it's not like- You, like you my have dad, your t-shirt. Right, like, <laughs> yeah, pros and cons. Like, my, my dad's a registered Republican, but he didn't vote for the Republican Party for, like, the longest time. Right. Like, it, it's just, like, his ideals and my ideals and whoever's ideals are majority either party. Right. But unfortunately, we have a two-party system. Right. Right, like... And unfortunately, you have to fill out the form, right? Just, like, when you apply for freaking... There's no... I hate that in the last three years, I've been hating how much that there's something that's, like... I'm engaged, or like your like <laughs> shared living situation. You're about to get married. Like we have to fill in the boxes, so you literally fill in the box, and then whatever. Like there, there is no black and white. We live in a world of gray, and for some stupid reason, when it comes to organizing things, they still expect us to live in this black and white world. You are where right. you are on paper. Who gives a f? Go live your life and figure out what makes sense to you. If you feel like you're a Republican one day, be a Republican. If you feel like you're a Democrat the next day, be a Democrat. Yeah, like it's not, it's not a big deal. It doesn't make a difference. And with Trump again. That's not a matter of Democrats versus Republicans. That's, That's a matter, matter of whether you are a human wrong. being and you have empathy and perspective, right. or you think that you are the most important person in the world and that no one else matters, and if no one looks like you, then they're not welcome. And, <laughs> yeah, no, period. <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> the people that voted for him back in 20, I can't do math right now, 2016, 2016 yeah. thank you. Um, a majority, probably a few of them, I don't know if it's a majority, but a few of them probably just wanted to see his policies. Right, and you were like, yeah, something different. I'm all for that if that was your belief. I'm all for that, and then I'm that. also all for you understanding within the last four years that you made the wrong decision. Yep. Because or understanding, like, okay, yeah. this is, okay, let's give this some perspective, right? Yeah, sure. If you made the decision, it's not that you made the wrong decision. Like, that's, that's, mm -mm, but mm -mm. you can't now say what after these next four years look back and be like, I would make that decision again. Or, oh, yeah, like, because I hate, no like, like, in the world of, like, being calls. nice to yourself and, like, feel, like, because if you tell somebody they made the wrong decision, then they're going to be like, well, do I have the right to make these decisions? Like, am I, they're going to start questioning themselves and that's not going to help the situation, right? Mm -hmm. But, like, you made the decision you made then. Things are different now. Right. Like, you, you either learn. are going to learn and grow from it. Or you didn't. Or, but, like, and that's the thing, too, right? Like, if you are so attached, if you're somebody who's like, yeah, I'm so proud that I voted for him in 2016. You shouldn't be attached to like, politicians. But you shouldn't be... <sighs> You really should This is so much complication into like the psychology of like choices and like being like you coupled versus with, being your true self. Well, versus well, you, the, uh, well yeah, coupled with um, uh, political the political sphere or whatever. Right, like when you put that label over yourself. But you, again, you shouldn't idolize or you shouldn't be. You shouldn't feel like your politician, your elected politician, especially the president, is like your friend. They're not. They're not like that. That's great if you think so, but they're not. You should hold them accountable. If they're doing something that you don't like then that's an issue you should and that I think that. that I think that stems from a larger issue in our society is like we don't 
we don't hold enough things like personally i yeah. have an issue with accountability